1: back, Wow, we were uh, raked over the coals. Yeah, I mean, we should say this probably now. Uh, this probably. Is, welcome to the
2: final show of Patents
1: Two. I mean, we were just taken to task by Alex Jones. Uh, we found a tape from him a couple of years ago where he took us on, exposed the truth. I didn't realize it had been exposed. Yeah, uh, but it has. It hey, weird. I mean, it was a couple of years ago. It didn't yeah. seem to have much of
2: an effect. But now that it's out, now that it's out,
1: um, uh, it's it's out. And so this is a CIA operation here in Dallas. We moved everything to Dallas because the CIA is so prevalent in Dallas, Texas. Uh, most of us, well, all of us. Let's just be honest. All of us are either CIA or FBI. I mean, I think- Some are NSA. Yes. And uh, there's a few who represent the NCAA, but that's it. So. N- that, that's definitely not Jeffy, because that's associated no. to a college. Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: um, Jeffy, though, uh, it, this is exactly, CCIA plant, uh, which is his new title, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's the thing. I mean, what
1: a perfect disguise. Here's a guy Right who Big, is, fat, doofus. Come on. <laughs> I was going to slow play that a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. You all got right. that.
2: You got uh, his hi- a, a highly uh, in- intelligent man mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, who is essentially a criminal uh, who is constantly talking about committing crimes. How yeah. does he get away with that? How would someone who's committed <clears> as <throat> many crimes as admittedly. Jeffy admittedly get away with Ad- all of them? Admittedly! And just be out there working on an everyday basis uh-huh. with no real... Feeling that he could get caught CIA. for all of these crimes. C why? CIA. I the guy works for the CIA. That's
1: freaking why. A. <laughs> all right, dude. I'm douche. not admitting it. I am not. You're not admitting it, it because he... it, you might as well, Jeffy. It's it's out. I feel so naked right now, mm-hmm. so exposed under the steely gaze of Alex Jones. <laughs> I mean, if he can he see a He sees right through us. If he can, if see, he can a see a hernia. And I've seen your hernia. He can see us for who we are, and he has. And he has, and this is the and problem. I, I just, um, I'm so vulnerable right now. I know, I know. Well, and he pointed out,
2: I mean, <sighs> what does he have to do to get you to understand that Glenn Beck is a CIA Does agent? Glenn
1: Beck have to have Barack Obama as his co-host mm-hmm. for and you to see it?
2: We can now reveal that that has been signed. When he leaves office, he will become
1: Glenn's co-host. I think you've said too much now. But, I mean, it's out. you're right. It's out there. Why Why? hide well, it? Why hide it? Why it? Hide it? He's going to find out anyway. He's got, he's got, he's got the it's search engine. He can search engine this thing at any time. Search engineing probably right now. The, the Barack Obama, January 21st, 2017, will be sitting right in that next room next to Glenn Beck doing the show. And then we'll, we'll be out on field work. We'll, of course, be doing field work at that time, which is fine for us because that's I'm, our first
3: love anyway. Yeah. I I mean, you mean, can we, do your field so work. What we've I've been, been trained be search
1: for. Are you going to be search engineering? Yeah. As okay. you always
2: have. Jeffio is always search <laughs> Yeah, in some way or another. I uh, mean,
3: how else do you think we got to go ahead
2: to use the Oval? Yeah, that's the real okay. Oval Office. People think it's a set. <clears throat> we, just, we just do the show. We're in actually
1: D.C. We, can, we can say it now. Stu and I uh, trained at Langley for 17 years um, before joining the uh, Beck operation, covert operation. Yeah, Jeffy, where did you do your uh, your training? You can't say, can you? You can't even say.
3: I mean, we're in a way kind of like. There are some satellite shots of the camp, I. I'm sorry. Are there nothing? Nothing.
2: All right. We're kind of like the Born Identity here in Mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. We are, you know, we're that type. Like we just will activate, take take down Mm -hmm. a threat, create a new one. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, make. uh, You know, like we we should we could say this now. We created uh, syphilis, for example. Uh, to knock out, well, Jeffy did, uh, to, <laughs> did. To knock out certain populations. He did a good job, though. He did yeah, a good it's job. Really
3: good. Good so. work. Jeffy. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, sometimes you don't expect to. Be as much of a part of a thing as yeah, what really happened at right? that particular yeah. Well, that's well, the sort of operation. dedication you have to the country. Um, you know, uh, he was a—he just said... Stu
2: and
1: I actually created the turtle flu, which didn't work as well.
2: <laughs> oh, God. And it just hasn't <laughs> got
1: on at all. You know why? And we didn't realize this. People don't really eat turtles. They don't that often. They're not that and we, often. Thought, we thought it was going to become yeah, a fad, but it we really... We always see Jeffy with the shell, on.
2: like, looking out the insides of the shell. And we... <laughs> so did it take off? On, and it never did.
1: <laughs> but of course, we created these fat, unathletic exteriors so that you would be lulled into a false sex- sense of security. Ah, look, if we, when if we kill you dead when we have to. If
2: we worked out, you'd all know. Mm, yeah, you know. This is why it took so long. Right, right. Is because you're like, wait a minute, these guys are slobs. I've told
1: but you for, I've told you forever. But Alex saw right
2: through us. Mm-hmm. So. Athletically overweight. All right, I've Jeffy, told you forever. Mm-hmm. Jeffy's been saying he's athletically overweight. That's a <laughs> that's a CIA code phrase. And now you know. I mean. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I don't care. You know, so, it, it feels good. It, it does. Feel, good it it does. Everyone knows now. It does.
1: Finally, it's out there. So come with me, mm-hmm. right? Just don't uh, don't cross us. We'll kill you dead if we have to. <laughs> kill you dead. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Ted Cruz's campaign stop in the Bronx. I don't understand why this is a story. I honestly don't. Two douchebag, know nothing, left wing <laughs> creeps. We're yelling insults at him. So what? why is everybody talking about it? Um, I mean, 1.4 million people in the Bronx, two of them are yelling, What about climate change? Climate change every day! We live it every day! You bigot, bigot, climate change, climate change, we live it every day! <laughs> really? In the Bronx? What? <laughs>
2: Bronx, because in Bronx there's so much natural <laughs> flora uh,
1: and fauna. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, to just, right. uh, they're all destroyed Yeah, now. Uh, All uh, gone. Okay. It used to be. You know, it used to be in the Bronx before they started living climate change every day. Mm-hmm. Palm trees. They had uh, hibiscus mm-hmm. plants. Sure. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful tropical paradise.
2: I've Look at it now. I've seen all sorts of exotic animals in the Bronx, uh, but it was at the Bronx Zoo. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but they do have a right. zoo there, which I think is still open. Uh, I think uh, it is. I think it is. And it's overrun
1: by creeps, but it's still there.
2: (laughs) It's been a long time. (laughs) Uh, It's kind of an interesting uh, uh, place for that to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess, you know, look, so far during this campaign, Donald Trump has adopted the hometown view of literally every population. He's evangelical in Iowa. He's not in other places. He loves uh, he loves ethanol. He, uh, you know, I mean, this is what he does. He's been doing this as a, you know, sort of a. He's been trying to pick up the local issue almost everywhere he goes. Uh, I assume he probably will be on the climate change bandwagon for this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least in the next couple of weeks,
1: possibly. Now go to the Northeast. He probably yeah, will, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's be cl- let's be clear. The um Uh, Cruz doubled down on his New York uh, values, um, and you know, because a lot of people are yelling at him about New York values, because those are the values that Donald Trump has, and they're not the same as people in Iowa. I mean, Donald Trump has said it over and over again. Um, So Cruz said, let's be clear the people of New York know what those values are the values of liberal Democratic politicians like Andrew Cuomo, Anthony Weiner, Elliot Spitzer. Charlie Rangel, all of whom Donald Trump has supported, given tens of thousands of dollars to throughout the years. If you want to know what liberal democratic values are, follow Donald Trump's checkbook. Good point. Um, you know, let's just face it. He's not going to win New York. Cruz? Yeah. Well, it's not He's not. going to win that. Uh, Real. I mean, look. He's trying to keep him under fifty percent. I think.
2: It's 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 Trump's home state. Yeah. Um, so yes, you're probably right. He's not going to win it. However, it's all about getting over twenty percent. Yeah. Uh, knocking off a few delegates here and there. Yeah. Uh, keeping uh, Trump under fifty percent. Um, those are all goals that are achievable. I think for Cruz, and and, and that's what he needs to do. Yeah. Um, if you you know, and and also Kasich. It's one of those things that. I, you know, it depends. It's on. might these- be nice if Kasich's in it this time. Yeah, I mean, this is probably one of those states where it's probably good that Kasich's in. Yeah, um, and if, again, they can, this-
1: if they can siphon off 40% of the vote between the two of them, you know, that's not bad. Yeah, and, you know,
2: ideally they can both get over 20% of these districts. That'd be great. Uh, or, you know, one in one district, one in another. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly, I can't remember exactly how they give out the de- delegates uh, in, in New York. I know it's winner-take-all and by congressional district, but those, the rules are so different. It's so hard to understand in each state. I just don't remember. There's too many too many jumbled in my head at this point. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is they know they're there because they can pick up some delegates. They don't have to win all the delegates. They don't have to win the majority of the delegates. They just have to win some mm-hmm. and slow his pace. You know, mm-hmm. I think um, they were predicting 71 delegates for him in New York. I mean, if you can keep him under that. You know, if you get him to 65, I mean, that's a that's a good that's a good outcome in New York. Yeah, I mean, this is where the guy lives.
1: I mean, his name is on mm-hmm. every other building in the state. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard one. Yeah, you go down that uh, West Side Freeway, the West Side Highway, West Side Highway, yeah. um, and and you see that Trump development where what is it, 11 buildings in a row, all those condos and yeah. stuff. I mean, he's done a lot of building in Manhattan. He, he has. really has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Piers Morgan, have he not? I, who knew he was such a Trump disciple? I, I, this guy's a left-wing kook, uh, but he supports Trump because I, probably because he was on Celebrity Apprentice. Anyway, here he is telling us what a smart guy Donald Trump is.
4: Very important with Donald Trump, and I learned this when I competed in his, his, his show and was alongside him for hours every day for, for months on end. Uh, Trump's a very smart guy, but primarily no, he not. sees everything in life through the prism of closing a deal. Whether it's buying a building, whether it's buying a golf course, whether it's finding a wife, whether it's running for president. And I think if you understand that about Donald Trump, then very little of what's been going on should be that surprising. He's trying to work out with his business brain how he closes two deals. One, the Republican nomination. And if he wins that and closes that deal, how does he close the presidency? And I would not underestimate him and I wouldn't put either past him.
1: Wow. I mean, that's really weird coming from him, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, he's that's... He's a huge Democrat supporter. Right, but he's, they're just kind of praising his ability
2: to accomplish tasks, right? Like that, you know, I mean, and I think that that's... That is the... I think he's Although actually Although he's right. been
1: praising him on... He's on been praising
2: him on other things. And, ISIS and all and, kinds of stuff. And backing him oddly on this whole uh, Michelle Fields thing where yeah. she was, uh, his, you know, Cory Lewandowski, the campaign manager... Uh, simple battery, uh, Mm -hmm. and and he actually defends him here. Watch.
1: So you got into a Twitter discussion about the reporter that got into, uh, uh, had a run-in with the uh, campaign manager, the Trump uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, Your thoughts about that, because you were actually quite vocal on Twitter.
4: I thought it was one of the most pathetic things I have ever seen. You know, I've been an on-the-road reporter Greta you're a tough journalist you know the idea that you watch that video and anyone with a brain thinks that is some kind of assault or battery they're living in cloud cuckoo land this is the -the run-of-the-mill scrum which follows any presidential candidate i would if i used to be a newspaper editor if that had been one of my journalists michelle fields i would have watched the video and sent her a bonus and said, fantastic work, getting your foot in the door, getting past the Secret Service, getting to the man, Donald Trump, and asking questions. But if I then discovered that she was actually taking legal action and going to the police and prosecuting over some kind of fatuous claim to being Mm -hmm. battered, uh, I would have said, are you kidding me? Really? Has it come to this? Has America and the political system now meant that journalists... Following in a scrum like this can go and go after people for battery when we're watching a video, which to me is utterly tame and utterly pointless.
1: Would he have said that about George W. Bush's campaign manager? Of
5: course
4: not. Of, of course not. Course not. Now, he
2: obviously likes
1: not. Trump. He's a Trump guy. Yeah. Um,
2: I would say that, like, it, it, the issue for me is less about uh, the degree of assault. You don't grab a woman like that in any circumstance. Yeah. Um, and, and she has the right to yank her do back do hard her, and did yank her back. But the bottom line is, he said she was delusional, and he never touched her. Yeah, they lied. It's Start the lying finish. that's really the story They're for me. Still lying. I, I understand, about it. And, and, and look, I, she's not. It's not my girlfriend, you know. I right. mean, it, it, the first time this was exposed was by her boyfriend. Did he it throw her down and
1: rape her? No, we all no, know we, he, no, he did not. It was not the
2: most brutal. It was not. You know, it was nothing out of the Rwandan genocide, but still, you don't. I mean, we are in a society uh, where you know. I would like, you know, I think we should have more. Uh, you know uh, attention on this sort of thing where like you know we, we see it in the NFL all the time where there, you know, there's, there's kind of a uh, seemingly a culture of this stuff happening way too often um, and you know here you know, is it a brutal assault it's not Ray Rice in an elevator you know as and you know, I joked about that uh, the other day it's not it's not that bad but it's still wrong and beyond that he tried to defame her character by saying she was delusional publicly it wasn't even like in a private conversation. I like I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't even that. He went on Twitter to publicly call a reporter delusional, obviously hurting her character, obviously hurting her credibility that he touched her, and then look at the film. He obviously did touch her. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they've stopped. They've just moved on to point number 61. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, what's, what's my next fallback? Oh, it just wasn't that bad of an assault. Got it. There, there we are now.
3: Yep. No question. I believe uh, Ken uh, from Tampa on the feed uh, encapsulates it the best. Uh, go back to England and shut up, douche. <laughs> I pretty much wrapped up. Oh, he's up. in the douche That's all the time, Yes, he, yeah, is. he is.
1: Yes, he is. Uh, here is Megan Kelly on uh, her relationship, relationship with Trump before all this stuff happened. Talking to Katie Couric.
6: I wanted to ask you, what were your interactions like mm. with Oof. Donald Trump prior to this debate? Did you have mm. any kind of interaction with him or relationship at all? I did. I mean, I knew him a little, uh, the way you know anybody who you see in the news or who comes on your show occasionally. I think when I had my afternoon show, he came on one time. And when I launched the the Kelly File, which was the, like, September of 13, uh, he came on one time. I think he was on the show twice before he ran for president. So I know him a little bit. And then when we got closer to the election, or to him announcing that he was going to run, he started reaching out more. And he started, he'd call me after a segment that he enjoyed and say how great it was, or he (laughs) -hmm. would send me clippings about myself, like news clippings that he would sign Donald Trump. (laughs) 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 Which was nice, I mean, it was nice. I I appreciated that he was reaching out. There were some other gestures he made that, you know, in retrospect, I understand them better. I think he was, I think he was trying to curry favor because he understood that he was gonna be running for president.
1: Wow, she's so uh, smart. No of course he was trying to curry favor. And, you know, perhaps there was an element of hitting on her at the same time. <laughs> Would any of that surprise you? I mean, that's what he does. That's who he is. Yeah, he's he, creepy. He's man. creepy. And he reaches out to women and he tries to obtain women and he tries to sleep with women. He just... And he's admitted that. I mean, you know, he's he's a... He's a douchebag, uh, but uh, then what? It's Grand Grand Nozzle, the douche hall of fame. He's not just exactly a right, That's true. It's clear. That's true. But then what? Uh, here's Megan on what happened afterwards, which is interesting.
6: At the time, I didn't know that uh, he was doing that with many journalists. Now I've talked to a lot of journalists. He was doing mm. that with many of us, and where are they? I yeah. He, Good question. I question. I knew that I was never going to love him, and I was never going to hate him. And it, it was no no comment on Donald Trump. It was just you have to keep these relationships at arm's length, especially when they're going to run for president. And there was there was nothing to be gained from developing any sort of a friendship with him, uh, or from alienating him. But I, I, my own belief is that when he got, heard that question from me, he felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. You know that he had been, as he said, I've been very nice to you.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
6: He's but smart. it was
1: she's so smart.
6: You know, I was like, I didn't ask him to call me or send me those. Nice, I, was like, I appreciated it. It was a nice gesture, but it's not going to stop me from asking tough questions.
1: Wow. Mm. Man, she's great. Um, in so many ways. But, uh, Katie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Katie. Yeah. Katie's terrific. But she, she makes really good points. I, I, I just, why didn't she, I, w- I wish she would have shown the kind of stuff he was doing with her before she asked the question. That would have gone a long way to showing what kind of guy this, he is. That, you know, before she asks a hard question, he's sending her clippings of how great she is, and he's signing them and telling her how much he loves the show. And then afterwards, she sucks, and your show's worthless, and you're losing viewers, and there's no reason to watch, and you're unwatchable, and you're ugly, and all that kind of stuff. It's just show who he is. She's got to have, have that me. stuff, right? I don't know. I think it is,
2: I think what it reveals is it meant so little to her that it she did. doesn't. have It happen. obviously by did. now we would have seen them. Yeah, you know, I got I have to imagine she would have might just thrown them. it away. She'd Probably just threw it away. Would yeah. you? I mean, if freaking Donald mm-hmm. Trump sent me a, a picture of myself that he signed, I think it was freaking weird. Yeah, you yes. know, and yes. I think as a woman, it would be even more weird. Like you know, especially as a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a you know considerably younger than him. Blonde woman, which seems to be uh, something he's been interested in his life. Yes, <laughs> um, I, I mean I would just think it was creepy. It's creepy city. It is creepy. And he, I mean, like, that—that's the who he is. I mean, like, it is stuff. who
1: he is. He's not good with women. He's not. He's, you know, he, women don't like him. Uh, although, I mean, look of the fact his his spokes, the voting splits are really bad with him and with women. One I mean, of his, his spokespeople denies that. Stu. What? Uh, Cohen, is it Michael Cohen? Mm -hmm. You know, the lawyer guy? Yeah, the guy who says you can't rape your wife? That's freaking insane. He is insane. What he said, he was confronted with some poll numbers. Watch this.
6: Washington Post, ABC News poll. Non-whites, 81% unfavorable uh, rating. Among Hispanics, 85% unfavorable. As we know, among women, two-thirds unfavorable. What are you going to turn, turn those numbers around? You, well, you can't I, I don't agree if with all those numbers, numbers
5: stay away. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't agree with any of those polls and any of those numbers. <laughs> oh. Um... Oh. The media, this liberal okay. media, comes after Mr. Trump on every. no matter what he says. They're That's going not to the liberal media. Something. That's just a poll. Yeah, You know, and <laughs> the poll is, as far as I'm concerned, manipulated in order to come up with these. Women do not have an issue with Mr. Trump. We started, what? Pastor Darrell Scott and I were having a conversation. We came up with this notion of a coalition of diversity for Trump. And there's already over 150,000 people combined. You have wow. Muslim Americans, you have Hispanic Hispanic Americans, women you, have Hispanic women. you have Hispanic women. You have Sikhs. States, you have Indians. Might. I mean, this coalition is growing. And um, if you look even on Twitter and um, online, you'll see there mm-hmm. are all these coalitions and groups that are turning around and they're mm. they're out there stumping for Mr. Trump. And they always talk about African Americans um, <laughs> so don't just, like Mr. Trump. So you think Trump. that the polls that's are going to be proven to be dead wrong? Absolutely dead wrong. And, wow. I'm, and I'm seeing it. I see it every single day where new people are calling and saying, how do we get involved in this coalition? That is fascinating.
1: From the people who cite polls off, thousand times a day i'm leading in all the polls all the polls love me the polls show me ahead i'm way ahead in the polls the polls i i I do well in the polls i'm beating ted cruz in the polls i'm beating him in every poll i've just beat hillary clinton in a bunch of polls i beat her by a lot in the polls He's always citing them now the polls mean nothing nothing they mean nothing. They're manipulated by the bad press. It's the same thing
2: as I love Megyn Kelly. Oh, Megyn <sighs> Kelly is the worst thing ever. I mean, yeah. it's whatever is in front of them that benefits at them that that at that moment. moment. And, that, and, that, and that's No the, question about it. The entire campaign... No question uh, it's about pathetic, it. pathetic, and it, the, 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 what's more pathetic, mm. though, is not that a politician, who, which is what he is, by the way. Yeah, he's a politician that was just never successful. Remember, a guy failed to run; like he kept saying he was going to run, and he kept not being able to, you know, to, to convince himself that he had a chance, and so he, he didn't, didn't run until um, so,
1: the nation was crazy enough to accept him.
2: He's just a politician. He's been a politician his whole life, just in right. the business world, and, right. and, and and you know, he's been working the political system his whole. Life. There's no surprise that a politician would do these things, although he does it more blatantly, more often, and uh, with more with less uh, respect for the people than I've ever seen anyone do it. Yeah. So, but it's not so. It's not a question whether a politician would do that. It's it's the question is how is anyone falling for it? I mean, uh, how do you fall for this guy? It's unbelievable. He's so bad, and you know. I'm sorry. In any other circumstance, you'd be completely creeped out by his actions. <laughs> it's it's yeah, like you, would. you wouldn't let this You're guy mean. do. A- I mean, you wouldn't let him do anything. No. You wouldn't let him be, You wouldn't let him watch your kids. You oh. wouldn't let him. Uh, you know, no. house sit. You wouldn't let him. I don't think he would let him mow his, your lawn. He knows what the heck he'd be doing. I need to get a drink and uh, go to the yeah. bathroom. You'd wind up with nothing left in your house. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a common a criminal. He's, he's a creep. <laughs> he's a common criminal in political form. And Algar's.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he's only. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I say he's, you know, broken laws, I and mean, probably stretching it a little bit. I mean, sure, he's been fined for breaking laws many times, but,
1: you know. But that's not the same, as, not breaking the same as breaking them. That's not the same. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Look, you know, you've heard us talk a lot about fakie stuff on the show. We were just talking about a fakie
2: politician, fake polls, like when fake people polls. say that women don't like Donald Thank Trump. Thank you, Stu. Fake.
1: There's a perfect example. I mean, we've even talked about fake steak companies, or or steak companies based at. Uh, sharper image. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, no. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. If you're... It's really hard to tell what's real.
2: It probably is. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know what? Why don't you get some, uh, something that actually matters to mm-hmm. your family, uh, being prepared in an emergency, locking down that level of uh, pr- preparation, that base foundational level. I, we need some food in the house in case something goes wrong. It's the stuff that My Patriot Supply does best.
1: Yeah, and they do it really well, and, and they really care about the product they sell you, too. And Because they understand that if they sell you garbage, uh, you're not going to come back for more, and you're not going to tell anybody about it. That's why they, they serve just the highest quality ingredients in the food that you're preparing to eat, because eventually you're going to have to eat it. Right. So right now they've got also a fantastic deal, a two week emergency food supply for 50 bucks. Incredible deal. I mean, 50 bucks. You're going to knock out,
2: you know, this this thing that's probably hanging over your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you're prepared
1: for 25 years with food that lasts for 25 years. Jeffy has to take not. a bank loan out to, to get a two week supply of food, because for him, that's about a forty eight thousand dollar proposition. Forty eight thousand dollars for two weeks for Jeffy. From my Patriots play? It's 50, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Now, 50 of course, bucks. unfortunately for Jeffy, that's a limited two per caller. Yeah, they don't let Jeffy call at all. They don't. They've just said, please, tell Jeffy not to call. Don't don't give Jeffy the number 888-893-9140. Don't tell Hi, him.
2: Uh, this is Bill <laughs> this time when I'm calling for, for my Patriots. I need that deal. I know it's only two per customer because you told me uh, last time I called. But I mean,
1: but my name uh, really is Bill. My name's Bill. So I uh, just send it to Jeff Fisher at uh, 12 <laughs> Dirtbag Lane.
2: <laughs> it doesn't it, I've heard him do those calls, it doesn't uh-huh. work. It doesn't work. So uh, it doesn't work. We, he tries we though, tell all, him. all day.
3: We tell. You him. don't have your neighbor's stuff delivered to your no. house. No. No. Triple no. no. no.
1: 8939140 or prepare with the Prepare with
0: The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent and they were all talking a great game and this guy who is selling his house the founder of this uh, this company he's you know he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know should get the best treatment and he said to his wife if this is what it's like for us how do people who have no clout ever get around this so he started a company and it went into business i think 3 years ago their deal is their word is their bond And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through Real Estate Agents I Trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Real Estate Agents I Trust dot com.
2: A couple things, um, Pat. We were talking about uh, the Alex Jones thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, uh, and look, we're, it's out there now, so yeah, we're I trying know. to move through this. Um, I, uh, tweet- it's been out there, by the way, for two 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 and a half years. We just didn't know we it. We didn't know We didn't know it. Okay. Um, so. uh, which is weird because it was such a big deal to him. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't know about it. But, uh, no, uh, I, I tweeted, notice how Buck Sexton is completely silent about the New York office as being a CIA substation. <laughs> Uh, and Buck re- responded, uh, they're on to us. We must institute protocol 279-5 alpha immediately. Start shredding documents. I'll blow the safe. So uh, we yeah, are. But
1: that's what that alpha number is about. So why did he actually say. Oh, crap. See, oh, we are not man. good at the CIA. We're not. We're not good at even it. Even the CIA guy is not good at the CIA. <laughs> it would be better.
2: Stuff. And someone posted a uh, side-by-side <laughs> look alike uh, between uh, Jeffy and Jason Bourne. And I mean, it's. Basically, you could tell it's the same person. Wow. Let's take a Do we look have at that, that by any chance? We... Uh, we'll have to get that. It's on my Twitter feed. Maybe we can get it for the next break. All right. Um, because the side-by-side, when you see Jeffy next to Jason Bourne, and, you know, maybe after a little bit of running,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: see, oh, my God, these are the, this is the same <laughs> damn person. You're seeing it now, Jeffy?
3: Yeah. I, the same damn person. You can't <laughs> tell the
1: difference. I would but. also like to see Jeffy side-by-side with Alex Jones. Yeah, they
3: did that. They did put that because up uh, that, during the radio show. That uh, has to be amazing. Same mm-hmm. guy. We just got done watching uh, another clip from Alex, and uh, my favorite part of that clip was, I'm going to say a prayer. <laughs> dear God. Yeah, I mean, right in the middle of
1: some weird rant on Glenn. He pauses. And, uh, uh-huh. I'm going to say a prayer. <laughs> dear, dear and God. then he goes into it. And he goes into it. It's and- interesting. He's an interesting cat. He's... I interviewed him once, and I, I think I've maybe mentioned this. I, I spent a whole hour with him because, you know, I was. it was right when the um, 9-11 truther stuff really started coming into the yeah. forum. And everybody was talking about it, and they were really trying to noodle it out for a little while because they're like, well, wait, are there some inconsistencies here? And people were wondering. Sure. You know, so some people were actually curious, and you start looking into it. Well, then Popular Mechanics comes out and says... No, th- no, none of this stuff is right. Stop it. Uh, and then another scientific journal, I forget who, also disproved it. I mean, you don't think the Democrats? Of course, the Democrats were in on it, too. But anyway, he <laughs> just kept going forward on all that stuff. Not only did he keep going forward, he actually said the popular mechanics was, a, was an arm of the CIA. So everybody who disagrees with his theories, like Glenn, like us, are CIA. It's so weird with this guy. So anyway, I, I had him on for a, for an hour. And you would not believe the rabbit holes this guy travels down. It's, I mean, his life is one never-ending conspiracy. Everything he believes is conspiratorial. Okay, uh, you yeah, look at this. Here's this. the, here it is. The similarities are eerie. Uh, Look at that! I, I can't even tell you which is which right now. I, I would say Jeffy's on the left or Jeffy's this, on the right, is, uh, but I can't tell.
2: That's Matt Damon because I saw that movie. Okay, and I
1: guess that's Jeffy. So was Matt Damon in a movie about a news radio station? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, maybe yes. you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe that's Jeffy. Ha! Huh.
1: Weird. Uh, so
2: hard to tell. It is hard. So hard to tell. It's hard. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, as we've said before, there are no actual flags. There are only, only false flags. Only false so uh, there flags. There's no such thing as a flag. There's never been a flag. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens that's actually really just a thing.
1: This guy, and people, I, I don't know, I still get, you know, the, the occasional listener who yeah, supports him and is like, why are you saying that about Alex Jones? I don't know, because he's stark-raving bat-crap crazy. Um, but uh, every... Thing he says is uh, is conspiratorial, and so I don't fully understand how people, because if you everything revolves around the Gulf of Tonkin, it seems like okay. If you start if you start to disprove something, he proves it with the Gulf of Tonkin. He goes back that far to rearrange your thinking so that you understand that it all began. At the Gulf of Tonkin. Right.
2: And, uh, you know, th- th- and that's the, t- the typical thing is uh, the government wouldn't, because you, you, government has uh, done something terrible from his perspective. Then you respond as well. I mean, there's all this evidence that shows that that's not true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the government has done terrible things before. Yes. And, and so, you, so you say, OK, well, yes. But that doesn't mean that everything they do is always some giant. Pl- I mean, right. Uh, you know, and how do you live like that? I, I don't know. I, I love well, like that. And the question is, of course, like whether... And I think with him it's completely legitimate. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who do this stuff that are just like, you know, you know, they know they can get an audience and they want to exploit it. And, yeah, you know, but I think I he know, with believes him, I, it. I think
1: he completely believes and he it. He does. I, I mean, yeah, he does. The babies and the gold or whatever, he was yelling that at police. Remember that? Yeah. at the Was it a Bilderberger conference <laughs> yes. or something? Our
2: first ever brush with that guy, by the way. Um, I, I don't know What's much about it? him, obviously. Every, about every year six months a year we someone sends us a clip like this mm-hmm. and this was one and usually mm-hmm. they're about Glenn and it's just funny right. because it's just so bizarre to be in that world but our first sort of brush with him was we interviewed an author who thought he was really funny and decided to go with him to like the owl thing or yeah, something the burning of right. the owl at the, oh the, you interviewed that guy yeah the yeah. guy who was the author of that book right and he was from another country I, it's, right. uh, it's been a long time that he was, was from another country ago. And he yeah. he went with him, like, yeah. broke onto the owl wa- to watch the owl burning yeah. or whatever that one is. Yeah. Uh, and I he was remember. there
1: kind of for fun.
2: He right? kind of thought it was silly. And he, yeah. and he was actually surprised there actually was an owl burning. But mm-hmm. at the end, or whatever it was, I don't know if it's a burning. But um, but at the end, it was just like, you know. No, it they burned the giant. Is it the burning of a giant owl? Yeah, what I, mean, it's? I can't that, remember. Uh, the Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Where and so he broke onto the Bohemian Grove with with Alex Jones. And they like, he took cameras and he wrote about yeah. it. And it was... I mean, the guy was a good writer. I don't, I don't remember his political leanings or anything. He's probably, you know, liberal. I don't know. But it was just interesting to hear uh, his story. It was a really fascinating story. you should if we, we could find that show somewhere. Should, um, yeah. Because uh, it was really, it was fascinating because he kind of was, like, surprised that there was anything to, I think he went into it was so skeptical that he was going to go and there going to be an empty field. Mm-hmm. And what he found was it was just, like, you know, a bunch of guys that were kind of doing some weird traditional thing, and they thought it was, you know, they were like, Roasting marshmallows and it was there was no like they did not plan world destruction at this particular meeting. But, you know, there was a but there was a meeting
1: It was some elitist meeting. Yeah, I can't. Well, it's just like the Bilderbergers. I mean, there is a meeting of of wealthy people. They do meet in, uh, I think, Europe every year. And it's called Bilderbergers because they met in Bilderberg somewhere for the first time or whatever. I don't know that they meet there anymore, but they do get together and discuss the economic condition of the world. I think they share ideas on what they can do, but whether or not they actually control all the levers of the power uh on the face of the planet, that's another thing. Yeah, um, I mean uh, you it, know
2: it's it's kinda like uh, it's like saying a radio convention is a secret meeting uh where everyone plans out the future of radio and, and makes sure you know uh-huh. what what information is gonna be heard on the radio. It's like, well, no, it's a bunch of people with similar interests getting together.
1: Yeah. It's and you, you know what pisses like what me is. off about it is you know, it's so insulting to us because we we know Glenn. We know what's going on here. We know that none of what he says is true. And it, it was insulting to me, too, when people were doing all the conspiracy stuff about uh, Clear Channel. And I've, I've got no love for Clear Channel. Um, so I never have had, surprisingly enough, even though I worked for them. Um But they used to say, do you remember when they used to say the big conspiracy theory was... That
3: uh, they were controlling all of the... Yep. What uh, songs we played, what songs we said for, on the air. First of all, there was the Dixie aired.
1: Chicks were banned nationally. They never banned that nationally. That was done station by station because of the feedback they got from listeners. Or they didn't ban it. Mm-hmm. The Clear Channel never had any kind of edict. I know because I worked at a place where there was no ban!
3: Clear Channel's edict was make as much money as possible. That's always been period. their
1: period, And... they supposedly were behind all the rallies for america when we know that wasn't true because glenn did the national one and i did my local one because we believed in it Mm -hmm. because daryl and carlo from right here in dallas had a son i think who was in iraq or uh, isn't that how it went and he was deployed to iraq and he wanted to support the troops and so he put together the first one And then Glenn and I kind of followed suit, and we put together uh, our own. Mm -hmm. Uh, Glenn did the one. You guys did the one in West Virginia, which I went to, and we did the one in Houston, which drew drew a bunch of people. And and what everybody said was, oh, that's Clear Channel because the Mays family is fond of the Bush administration. (laughs) They're supporting them because they're cronies. They fought me tooth and nail in Houston not to do it. They didn't want to be bothered with any of that. They they wanted nothing to
3: do with the rally for America, nothing. Yes, I will say that the one we held in Tampa, uh, I know that he was governor at the time, but a Bush did show up. Jeb was there. Yeah, I mean Jeb Jeb did a couple of good
2: things in that era. I remember him doing. He was good on the Terry Schiavo stuff too. Yeah, I remember right. Yes, he was.
1: Um, We liked him better then because we didn't know how, you know how liberal or progressive he
6: was. And to be
3: still a nice guy, same with George. And that's the thing.
6: And
1: Jeb, you know
2: like just different standard, you know, like as a governor, mm-hmm. yeah. um, he was actually pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, mm-hmm. generally speaking, um, mm-hmm. you know, but when he's going for president and also going up against five or six candidates that are better than him, uh, you know, it's a know, different, different, different right? story. That's a different but story.
3: Back to Rally for America. Uh, no. Uh, no, no, sorry. Not controlled no, by Sarah channel.
1: Uh, and, you know, so so many of these conspiracies, just uh, nothing to them. Triple eight, seven, two, seven back. More patents to come coming up you are still trying to hide it. I know. the evidence he presented. <laughs> I know. It was too gay, so, right? That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Bye. bias Bye. We're still on I'm back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, James Carville said something uh, yesterday that uh, I kind of share his his wonderment on. Uh, I don't really get it either. Uh, he was talking on um, MSNBC about uh, Bernie Sanders. Here's what. Here's the question he asked.
3: Well, look to me. Uh, you know, I'm older, so you got to explain to me. We've had two. Enormously successful Democratic administration, especially mm-hmm. President Clinton and that administration Wait, of, of President Obama. We've had a disastrous Republican administration in the middle of all mm-hmm. this. No. The Republican Party is is cracking up right in front of okay, our eyes. So about 47 percent but... of the Democratic Party's answer to this is, "Hey, let's nominate somebody that's not even a Democrat." It, it utterly makes no sense to me. So somebody have to explain no. it. Okay. I mean, we are. You know, our policies, the Democratic policies have proven to be in terms of economic growth, in terms of health care, in terms of foreign policies, are are truly ascendant. And why would we abandon these
1: policies right now? I have no idea. Okay. so why is the point, though, is why is Bernie Sanders, who is a socialist, why is he so popular? First of all, he's old. He's not attractive. He's a socialist. He's not even a Democrat. He speaks poorly. He doesn't know issues. I mean, how did this guy and why is he connecting with young people? Simply because they want free college? Is that what it is? Is it just, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to make sure your college is free? Is that enough to funny. win the support of these lemmings? I think it's part
2: of it. Uh, you know, I think the idea of we're going to give free, I mean, pretty much there's nothing he's saying that won't be free, right? Yeah. Everything right. he's saying is going to free health care, free. Uh, college, free housing, free, yes. I mean, he's out offering everything for free. And, you know, in his magical world, no one is paying for it. It's all it is those, those mythical rich. rich millionaires and billionaires is the mm-hmm. only thing he ever says. So I think that's part of it. I think it's part of, like, I think we are at that era, too, where it's, mm-hmm. it's easier to be an outsider. I mean, I, you know, everyone's like, oh, this is an outsider election. I think, you know, with the growth of, like, you know, obviously the Internet, social media, those things, I think... Lend themselves more to thinking a little bit outside the box. Like it's mm-hmm. it's easier to find people who agree with your wild free college idea now than it was. Because you'd have you, even with the liberal media, the you know it being generally liberal and progressive, it was very it wasn't often that you would find like mainstream people saying, "Oh, we're just going to make f- college free for everybody." Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you'd see occasionally now you can find so many things. Where that is, we talked about, you know, you could find every one of your friends is tweeting about it. And it just winds up, I think, feeding into itself where you get, uh, you know, and the other part of this is, of course, that just Hillary Clinton sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think what
1: he's missing there is Hillary Clinton is a terrible candidate. Is it? In whose, con- in whose conception? By what paradigm? In what construct? In what construct? Why am I resisting you? Am I resti- resisting the collectivization of manufacture? Is that what I'm doing? That's nothing to I don't do know. With manufacturing. So. I don't know. Maybe. We'll probe those questions a little bit deeper <laughs> later on. <Fine>. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the Bernie Sanders, I, you know, it's going to be amazing because if he, if he were to be elected, uh, people are going to find out it's not just those evil, you know, um, hedge fund managers that he talks about. Did you, Stu, let me ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Did you know that three hedge fund managers make more money than every nurse in the world? Did you know that? Combined. All the nurses in the world combined, in this world and the universe, make less money than just three (laughs) of the midline, not even the top, the midline hedge fund managers. Did you know that? True. It doesn't sound not fair. True. Although they did the, the it's one, not fair. It's not. Thank you, Jeffy. It isn't fair. The one they really use
2: is it something like so twenty five? The top twenty five. Top twenty five. More than every more kindergarten than teacher. every
1: kindergarten teacher.
2: Now we broke that apart on uh, yeah, Wonderful World of Stew too. Yeah. Uh, last year. We've done it here as well. I mean, it's a ridiculous statistic. It's Stupid. completely manipulated. Meaningless. Maybe we can bring it back next week. Uh, maybe do yeah. let that. We, let's do. It. By the way, I should tell you, uh, mm. Wonderful World of Stew, uh, oh, freaking premiering tomorrow night. Awesome what are you point. doing
1: with, with your life and such tomorrow night? It should well, be that. He, whose conception? By what paradigm? What am I resisting if I don't watch your show? Is it the collectivization of manufacturing? No, it has nothing <laughs> to do with manufacturing. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't so. know what I'm resisting. What why I I do I resist? Why, why don't Resisted you know? Watching <laughs> if you're taking all the effort to do this, why don't you know? In whose who's paradigm? <laughs> By what construct? You know, a lot of that from Milton Friedman
2: and the serials the <laughs> It would be great if right. everyone was like, uh, right. hey, what great. about you? Uh, in, in whose paradigm, in what construct? <laughs> what, what construct? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Winning. 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 <laughs> all right, got to take a break. We're on We're at too. But, yeah, uh, is that just going to be the magical uh, rich that pay? Yeah. Everybody's going to pay. Under uh, burning. Everyone pays much higher taxes. Yeah. yeah. And Hillary's oh. actually
2: tried to be honest about that yeah. all day.
1: 727 seven back. it's Pat and Stu. You know what complicates the decision to have a kid? I mean, a great deal. Is whether or not it's going to grow up to be a Buick or not. <laughs> is it going to grow up to be a Buick? Is it is it going to be a uh, some mess of Brussels sprouts? I, I don't know. And whose construct? By what paradigm? You know? What am I resisting? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to
6: bring Wyatt's... that guy back. Yeah. I don't
1: know why the gun guy yeah. is so prevalent today, <laughs> but... Um, actually, the, pondering the liberal mind, we're, we're worried about climate change because that complicates the decision to have a child. Um, oh my gosh. Dave Bry of the Guardian says, actually, the answer is no, but that's not his conclusion. Having a child is indeed a weighty decision and should be carefully considered, but not over false assumptions about climate change. That's exactly what Bry has done. It's not really fair, he says, of bringing another human into a planet to who contribute to its demise. For while the world is a wonderful place, one we humans have made nicer for ourselves with wonderful inventions, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's also been ravaged. It's been ravaged mm-hmm. by deforestation and smog, nuclear weapons and mountains of pizza box, pizza delivery boxes and other garbage. And it's only getting worse, Stu. Mm-hmm. Exhibiting that he has brought into the entire global warming alarmist sales pitch, uh, he's questioning the moral implications of having children. Uh, and, and obviously, the if
2: you believe that you know global warming is as bad as you say, you absolutely should not have children. Absolutely not. 100% yeah. should not You're have killing children. the world. You're killing the world. We are overpopulated, as you yes. know. You're killing the That's world. Right. I honestly, I, I, and the other one I always think of on this, if you're liberal, And you believe in global warming. How on earth can you exercise? Think about this. You are burning calories. Mm -hmm. So Every calorie that comes to you is is going through this horrible system that's killing the earth. And you're burning more unneeded calories. You don't need them to survive. You're burning them Mm -hmm. to make yourself look better and maybe live a little bit longer. But, of course, living longer is also the enemy here because that also hurts the earth. So making yourself healthier mm-hmm. over a long period of time, I mean... That's it. That's why we don't exercise. That's
3: it. Because we just com- care about the earth. Completely stopping now. Because I care about <laughs> the right, earth. You're completely stopping Right n- now. now. I just decided because I care about the earth. You're right. <laughs> really? What uh, century did you last exercise in? Well, I mean, exercise is such a... Under... What was the line that Under what? <laughs> what? By whose conception? <laughs> in what paradigm? Mm. Under what? specific construct. <laughs>
2: No, Pat. Uh, I had never told you this, uh, but I had an abortion.
1: <laughs> you hadn't uh, told me
2: that. Wow. No. Uh, well, you know, I don't like talking about it because we huh. seemingly have an uh, uh, anti-choice view yeah. on this particular program. Right. Um, not from this. Not from over here. <laughs> definitely not. You kept these places in business uh, for decades. Man. But I had an abortion. Why? Because mm. I loved my son.
1: Um, I don't fully. Well, do mean? I mean, look, what do you mean?
2: I, I yeah. my, my child had no real prospects for a stable post-graduation life.
1: Okay. What, okay. what do you mean? And how do you know that? Um,
2: now, look, my time was scary. It was joyous.
5: hmm.
1: Um,
2: and though we, we don't talk about it that often at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't talk about it in the media enough. But sixty percent of women who seek an abortion already have at least one child. In my case, I knew an abortion was the only responsible decision. Thank you. I, I think you guys feel proud and. and... No. <laughs> I made a kind brave choice. So you'll say that. No. <laughs> no. No. This is an actual op-ed, by the way. Um, wow. It is uh, from. And yeah, what is it? Uh, uh, it's, her name is Raina Johnson, but I don't know. I don't know what the publication is. Know, the we showed you a picture of it a second ago. Yeah, I oh, yeah, got it is. up
1: there. Uh, whatever uh, Raina, that she's, is. She's a freelance writer with midwestern roots and east coast dreams. Mm. She writes about mental health in the black community, parenthood, and her experiences as a queer woman of color. Her work has been featured. On Black Girl Dangerous Yahoo for Harriet and my brown baby. Let's
2: let's go to Jeffy <laughs> who is the expert mm. on these particular areas. Jeffy, now my thought would be, what is what does queer mean? I think I should just start there. What does
1: queer mean? She's a queer woman of color. So what does that mean, what does that mean Jeffy? Like what does that identify about her? That well, <clears throat> we believe that she's a lesbian. No, okay,
2: okay, so it's the, it's the same or why yeah. why then it, is, it, why is she, she not
1: lesbian or gay? Uh,
2: well, an, but my question is terminology,
3: right?
1: Why is she if she's mm. a if
2: she is a lesbian, why is she like mistakenly having pregnancies?
1: Right. Would be my question. Another really good question. Good question. Like, oh, that's I, a good
2: question.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm maybe sure maybe there's an
2: answer. I just don't know what it is. No, right.
1: I, mean, I, I don't mm. either.
2: I'm mm. guessing maybe or que- d- But it- my question is, does queer mean something else? Mm-hmm. that we don't understand like you know it's like another one of those like terms that kind of you think it, it means never used thing, it to be. It, yeah, yeah
3: it never used to
1: it used to mean before it was associated with any sort of sexuality it was just something odd You're or unusual weird. yeah right yeah right and that's why
2: it so was it's kind of a an disparaging odd or unusual right uh, person uh,
1: right.
2: yeah That's that, very is, queer that john didn't Carey. mean any
3: yeah this is a john Kerry
2: use of words um, yeah. So queer, yeah. strange or odd is the yeah. first mm-hmm. meaning of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that was, I think, uh, probably a disparaging way to uh, talk about gay people from non-gay people, at least at the beginning. right? Sure like you'd say, like, hey, those people are queer, they're strange, took, right? But that's, but that's pat- not what it means now. No. Uh, que- They've adopted here, queer. This is from some, um, some uh, gay rights group. All think right. of queer as an umbrella term. It's
1: an umbrella. Yeah.
2: It includes anyone who, A, wants to identify as queer. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that not that automatically in the definition? Isn't that baked in? Mm-hmm. If you're calling yourself queer, then yes, you're someone who wants to identify as queer. <laughs> that doesn't explain what the word means at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, A, wants to identify as, qu- as queer. And B, who feels somehow outside of societal norms in regards to gender or sexuality. So it's much broader than just being gay, for example, or mm-hmm. lesbian. Uh, the old-timey terms were, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So this, is, this could mean anything, basically. It, we just know that she wants to identify herself that way, so we know literally not one instance more, uh, or one little speck more of information about her than we did before.
3: Under what construct? By whose
1: conception? In...
2: What do you, uh, you, you oppose? <laughs> what am I resisting? resisting here?
1: Am I resisting the collectivization of manufacture? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Wow, that's shut me down. Yeah, I know. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, so. You don't know what any of it means. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's tough to respond then. But she did have an abortion, right? And yes. it was because she loved her baby. Um, I, I once uh, killed a man in Reno. Not just to watch him die, but it was because I loved him. <laughs> he loved mm-hmm. him. Was, uh, I loved him. I believe O.J. I made the same point, uh, <laughs> some, something similar. Uh, he just loved Nicole too much. So, too much. Yeah, too much. That's and why he had to kill her. He couldn't deal Remember. with her you know, schlepping it with Ron Goldman. Yeah. Uh, Anybody see the outcome, by the way, or the whole O.J. movie that they just had? on I him? actually watched. Did you watch it in whole my thing? Head, I, I, My kids were really in. My adult kids were into
2: that. I, I watched. Um, I've only watched one episode. Yeah. Of it. Um, so I, uh, and it's a. Uh, uh, it was a plane viewing uh, for me when I was on a plane recently. It was okay. it was okay. Like the I've first heard people or... being like, "It's unbelievable. This is the greatest thing ever." It's got a great cast. It's got uh, it a yeah. John Travolta. J- John Travolta is uh, Robert Shapiro. Um, yeah. David uh, Schwimmer. Yeah, he's, he's in it. He plays a, a great Cardassian.
3: Got... That got hooked because it uh, was playing in the house. Yeah, it so was, you, it was yeah. so funny. So you did watch? I it? saw a couple. Yeah, I I, ha- I didn't think it was as
2: unbelievable and groundbreaking as everyone else did. It feels a little odd to me mm-hmm. but i did watch it and i feel like i'm gonna finish it it's just gonna probably to. It's, it's a slow burn for that i, you, I, mm-hmm. I
3: listened to a, a podcast interview with cuba and uh i he had me hooked I, made me want to watch it
2: i will say this one of the things that i thought was interesting and i, I don't know what we're, this is just rehashing the oj thing at, at, at some point but uh and they only previewed this in the first episode but christopher darden who yeah. was the guy who, you know, one of the main one of the attorneys, you know, mm-hmm. one of the prosecutors, you know, mm-hmm. with Marsha Clark. Uh, he seemingly was friends with Johnny Cochran and also like a anti-police activist. Like he wanted to quit his job working as a prosecutor because the police were so bad to black people. Mm-hmm. Which well, I had
3: never heard don't that know before. I that I remember ever hearing that.
2: It's in the first episode. I mean, again, I... I I know this is, like, based on the true story. You don't know if somehow... But they wouldn't slip a big detail like that in for no reason. Like, they no, show them... No,
3: that's a detail they'd be happy to have in the... I mean, that's a good detail to have. Right. Like, it was mm-hmm.
2: like... He, he was threatening to leave... Uh, the entire, like, the the, the police side of this because uh, he couldn't blame the police for more things against black people. And again, he obviously, it wasn't like he was like trying to fraudulently blame them. He just thought that the police got off too easy all the time. And him and Cochran were identical, like they were on the same side. Yeah. I I didn't know that at all, if that's true. Really interesting. And whatever happened to Chris Darden? Like, whatever happened to that day? I don't know. Because, I mean... I mean, I don't know. Marsha Clark, too. Mar- Mar-
1: yeah, Marsha yeah, Marcia Clark. Marcia ever, every up once up in a while that.
2: you see stuff. But, like... Uh, and then who's the the... Greta was from that. Yeah. This, yeah. Right? That was a Gre- yep. That's where we know Greta Van Susteren. Correct. Yes. From the O.J. thing. Hmm. That was always on the strangest hire Just of all
1: time. Really weird. <laughs> I
2: never understand that one. No,
1: I never got that.
2: Well, Geraldo.
1: Greta yeah, Van Susteren weird.
2: and Geraldo. Fox another weird one. The two one.
1: strangest hires of all time. I mean, you know, some Megan... Not a strange hire at all. You get that one totally. Immediately immediately. Immediately you understand why they hired her.
2: Right. And like even like there's people like you might not think of the most dynamic hosts, but they're generally conservative
3: and smart. Or
1: even if they're liberal. Like Bill O'Reilly, they hired him from uh, what was it, Current Affair. I mean that's a good hire yeah but like obviously, but like you know Bob
2: Beckel, for example, oh, now, Bob Beckel is terrible, but terrible. like you say, okay, the guy is he's a liberal guy, you got to have an opposing voice here and there, so they pick up somebody, yeah Alan Combs, same deal like all right, you pick up somebody might not be the most dynamic host, but he's representing kind of the other side, or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, like you know what does Greta van Susteren even do? Like has anyone ever seen outside of the O.J. thing? has there anyone ever seen a quality you're like, oh wow, I gotta watch, I gotta watch Greta on this one? No, like, I, I
1: can't ever.
2: I can't even quantify anything that she does. No, right? It's so weird. Like I mean, even but she like, does.
3: She does have. A, I mean, and I, you're gonna ask for a, an example, and I don't have one. Okay. But I do know that there are some particular cases out there that she latches on to. Right, like makes cr- a true makes crime a type of a yeah. vibe, and I, and I guess she's performed pretty well there. Yes, And that's what
2: she's known for, but 99% of the time she's not doing it. Right, right? like Nancy right. Grace does right. true crime every yes. night, right. yes. because that's what she does, and she's good right. at it, and, right. and, and, right. and right. that's what people like when they and watch her show.
1: That's who's identified with that kind of stuff, right. yes. Nancy Grace, not yes. Greta Van of ancestry. She does news stories now. She's just a Trump supporter now, and you're like... Well, like, what is this? I, I didn't never... like you before, and I really don't like you now. Why oh God, are I you on? I don't get it.
2: I don't get it. And like the people say, well, she's a, she, you know, she's a good, show. you know, she has a good show. She's a good host. And I say, no, yeah, by whose conception?
1: <laughs> what construct? In what
2: construct? Yeah, in what paradigm? Mean,
1: what, what am I resisting? I'm resisting Greta ancestry there. <laughs> I don't, know. Not, I don't no, know. I don't know if I am. I do know. I don't know if I am. I do know. Okay. I'm not. In, in that case, it's not the collectivization of manufacture. <laughs> It's Greta Van
3: <laughs> So Christopher Darden's still around, though. He's uh, you know, just he's still a practicing attorney, author. It has here listed an actor. I don't know what he's acted in. But I guess we could check the IMDb. Christopher Darden is an actor? It says that on He probably the, was in like an OJ special or something, right? Right. We'll have to check the IMDb. Actor, wow. Okay, well, good. And uh, he's good just, just... Yeah, he's still just a around. prosecutor, though. Uh, no, a practicing attorney practicing attorney the former he, 50, he was 15 years at the la district attorney's office but you he could was, only do that without making much money for so long and then you want to make money well especially once, after you, the once the you've OJ gone through truck. the oj thing it's like well yeah.
2: i mean look i I'm turn this i into got dollars. into this for for reason a but mm-hmm. i i got handed this gift to be able to be high profile i might as well take yep. advantage of it right right you know um, i would think so and he wanted to leave
3: anyway if, if this story is true if this this series is true. yeah does yeah. it talk about um you've watched some of it now oh yeah he, Christopher Darden, IMDb. we got to find out what, what well, he's been in. But did, and during the O.J. show that you watch, Pat, mm-hmm. does it have anything to do with the judge or anything, with Edo? Because I remember... Not yet. I, during... I didn't get to the Edo part. Oh, okay. Because so. I remember during that time, I mean, I don't know if we talked about it on this show or off the air, but mm-hmm. uh, Edo used to, uh, all the TV and radio stations would send him their coffee mugs. And if you watch the trial live, every Ten minutes every time you got a new something new to drink, it would be a different station's cup. Yeah. So yeah. we used to have one for F L A in Tampa. You know, I've never seen the picture of with Hito, it. Yeah, with mm-hmm. him drinking the nine seventy W F L A cup. I'm sure that happened, all, you know, all over the country. Yeah. With their pictures, but that's pretty. That's a weird. That's, it sure was. He was a weird do. guy. Uh, that weird whole O J thing, man, from weird. The top. To bottom and Again,
2: here. I'm just going through this, you know, uh, and, like, <laughs> this is a little bit different than our, our complaints, we, you know, our fights on Netflix series. Or at least this is a true story that everyone kind of knows. Right. But detail-wise, there was interesting stuff that I didn't remember or maybe didn't know at the time, like uh, that my impression of O.J.'s running away in the Bronco mm-hmm. was... You know the attorneys being like, just you know, get out of here, and just you want to go, go, and i will we'll hold him here. And I was it, surprised by that. Too. The impression they gave in the series was that they, they, they were, they, they were, were going to turn him over, and he yeah.
3: just took off. Yeah, like they didn't know. Right. Um, he he oh, and oh, uh, what's his face just didn't went you up. hear me say I hadn't watched it yet? <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Stu, Mister. I don't want to wreck anything for anybody.
2: Well. Two things. Number one, I do want to wreck things for you, <laughs> straight up. <out. laughs> secondly, and I personally don't care. No. Secondly, you know, it's a it's a tr- as I said, a true story. Oh. I mean, this is a. I mean, that, this was a struggle with making a, making a murderer for me, um, because I watched that, um, you know, I don't know six months ago or whenever it came out, and watching that was tough because there were so many news stories based it on it. You didn't think it was good. No, but that's I true. thought it was pretty interesting. But uh, but my issue with it was you could i all i wanted to do was google it and, and read more about it when you're watching it and you can't cuz as soon as you go online they give you the the most recent update and like so you want to like have that real experience as you go through the show and it's just gone you can't, you seriously and you can't talk to anybody because n- unless you're in the exact right episode it's it's impossible anymore to do any yeah. of this and yeah. we joke about it we're, we're going to talk about it we maybe more to, tomorrow on the radio but it is a real <laughs> legitimate like emerging issue yes, in is. popular culture, I, I, it's so hard. I mean, because y- you could either do the Jeffy thing and just not care and just you know find out every detail before you watch, and then why are you watching?
3: Mm-hmm. Or, or you just get yourself into the episodes.
2: Or the other thing was me. It's like I go into like radio silence. Like I don't go. I don't. I try to stay. If I'm watching something that I know is going to be online and, when and, I go on, it, I don't even. And, I don't go online. I just like. I just lock myself in and try to watch as many as I can as fast as I can.
3: So let me get this straight. You don't search engine?
2: I can do I don't do a lot of search engine in that particular <laughs> okay uh, but you know I mean that's uh I just I mean I'll still search engineing I just don't do things like you know the collectivization of manufacturing, something okay. like that okay. I will okay. I will search yeah. engine I
1: just will not do it on the okay because I'm very interested in that <laughs> Well who isn't mm-hmm. seriously uh, more patents too coming up in a minute One, two, Three. So, queer um, is it a fluid, fluid label as opposed to a solid label. Fluid, good.
2: Um, one that only requires us to acknowledge that we're different without specifying how or in what context or in what construct.
1: Crazy. Right. I like that. 727 back. Hi. Someone uh, who
2: saw the picture earlier of Jeffy and Matt Damon side by side Uh said it looks like it's the before and after he ate Ben Affleck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's That's not really it. Really funny. Really good. That's That's awesome. awesome. That's nice. Uh,
2: Yeah, so uh, there you go. I like that. By the way, we have this. I want to show you this from BuzzFeed. This is a. Have you Mm -hmm. seen this new Donald Trump's tan? Thing? No. Oh, my gosh. So, you know Donald Trump has this weird fake tan, right? <laughs> yeah. So, BuzzFeed went through, and I, we said they've done great work on this election. Here's another example of it. They went through, and sh- wanted, they photoshopped it so you could see what Donald Trump would look like without the tan. Okay. He's going to click on this. Watch how amazing this is.
3: Oh, my.
1: That is not a good look. Oh, my. Well, I mean. That is not a good look. Oof. Can we see him with the tan? Because I saw a photo oh, of him up, yesterday that was so orange. Yeah, the
3: new one. I mean, he made he when made he, John Boehner look positively white. Yeah, whatever spray okay, can, okay. whatever spray um, oh, can yeah. they use, uh, yeah. whatever spray can paint he look uses. At that. um, well, like
2: that's a different person yeah. than without the tan. Yeah. dude, scroll that thing. Look at that. That's a what's weird.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Ooh wee. Yeah, looks bad. Yes. So that's why he's doing it, right? I mean,
3: yep. eek. That is a... Oof. Sorry, Jeffy. Go ahead. I'm actually looking at what a difference it makes. I'm, I'm wondering what kind of spray tan he uses. I know. I, I hit the can. Uh, yeah. No kidding. Woof. <laughs> Keep that going,
1: uh, Don, because uh, you need it. My friend. It works for you, baby. It works. Uh, Samsung patents a uh, some contact lenses with built-in cameras. This is kind of cool. Yes, it is. Samsung's been granted a patent in South Korea for contact lenses uh, that, with a display that projects images directly into the wearer's eyes. We're close. I, I love that. I love that. According to Sam Mobile, the patent includes a contact lens equipped with a tiny, tiny display, a camera, an antenna, several sensors that detect movement and the most basic form of input using your eyes uh, blinking. Smartphone will be required for the device to work. The smart contact lenses could, could prove to be a, su- a substantial upgrade from the so-called smart glasses that uh, kind of pose a threat to the Google Glass yeah. thing. Sam Mobile states that the lenses can provide a more natural way to provide augmented reality
3: than smart glasses so this is for virtual reality stuff well they you know, obviously that's what they, they'll use some of it for that but they also they've already started it mentions in the story that they want to use it for medical purposes too but they're already you're already able to put contacts in your eyes and you know keep mm-hmm. runs on your blood sugar runs on some of your other meds so they can put the contacts in and it, it has your readings as long as you have the smartphone wow. it does the what app. with them I, I don't understand if you have diabetes you need to know what your blood sugar is for insulin that's purposes. Incredible! It's actually taking your blood sugar readings through your eyes. Mm. That's impressive if
1: it if it could do that. Yeah. Heart rate and that kind of stuff too. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> all this. That you know that's going to come though. I mean that's going to happen. It's going to happen eventually.
2: Yeah. It's so. I mean the idea of a camera in your eye. I mean look, there's a lot of hidden cameras. Uh, obviously, like. Where uh, you know Jeffy would know this. Uh, Jeffy runs several websites
3: that are based mainly on mm-hmm. camera he mm-hmm. camera he has had. Like, They're If you look for it, you can see it. Yeah, if you hide them, you get in trouble. <laughs> so you so you think when you put them on the
2: top of your shoes, uh, and then uh, remember that guy. i <laughs> will <laughs> never forget the guy yeah. who got arrested because he was yeah. he put a camera like right on the top of his yes, shoe, and I then stick he shoe underneath the under, underneath the dresses and like take shots <laughs> like this. Click, click, click. click, he, wasn't click the only, yeah. he wasn't the only one, upskirts.com.
3: Uh.
2: <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, if it was, think about how weird it would be if it was in your eye. So, like, is on your eye, so I'm able to, like, look mm-hmm. at you and take, and I'm taking a picture without you knowing um, of whatever I'm looking at. Yeah.
3: Fascinating. I mean, we're close, to, oh, and we're close to the continuum, right? Where she had the computer, the entire computer screen uh, in the contact. So that you down, the information is yeah. down. She had a chip inside her arm. So that the information is there, that's your computer, mm-hmm. which, I mean, obviously that's your phone now, but you can, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how much information the phone is going to be able to put on the contact for you to read. Because there was just a study on how much information you could look at on the contact. They were, were we talking about it on this show? Maybe I talked about it on my show, uh, Saturdays, uh, Blaze Radio. Uh, the, uh, there's only so much information on the contact that you can handle. Before you lose, it doesn't mean anything anymore to you because you're looking at real stuff and mm-hmm. you're looking at the contact. So that information, they're working out where, how much information they can feed that contact for you to understand it and soak it in. Yeah. <laughs> I know you can, you can. I'm just telling yeah, I'm not you. Not me. Whatever. <laughs> no. When you put oh, the contact in state state the information. Well,
1: is, he, is he done is he? He, is, oh, okay. he is. He is.
2: He wow. is. It would be interesting if you could put, like,
1: <laughs> whatever
2: in the... In the uh, <laughs> you can sleep all you want, bro. <laughs> in or the well, contact. This I have one in my eye. This is a, we should do this with Donald Trump, where the contact, you could have it so it, it puts a filter over people so that it looks like they're tan. Mm-hmm. So then Donald Trump doesn't have to do that all the time. Right. So you just look at everyone. Right, and they, right. just, they just look tan and in shape. It's kind of like the... Um, <clears throat> sort of like Shallow Hal, right? Like Shallow
3: Yeah. You know that movie. Yeah, where he saw That's what you need. Everyone's just hot. Everyone yeah. looks great. Or Surrogate. Another great movie.
2: Sur- Another I don't think I
1: remember that. Can you want to talk about it so I get a couple of Z's? Classics. Oh, uh, You haven't started yet, so go ahead.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's so boring. Before he even starts yeah. talking, he falls asleep. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of uh, interesting, though. But, yeah, if you have a contact lens, though, that can take photos, it, there's going to be some privacy issues, right? You're, right. Guys are going to be taking pictures, all the t- just by blinking of hot chicks on the street all the time. Do you have something in your eye, sir? You keep blinking <laughs> constantly. Yeah, I got a little piece of uh, dust or something. But wow. Uh, nice dress. I mean, I guess
2: they have. I mean, well, uh, they have. I mean, the Google Glass. There's probably pad. nothing
1: you can do about that.
2: I guess. I don't know. You could probably pretty easily put a camera into glasses, right? I mean, they kind of did that with Google sure. Glasses. Yes. And but I mean, that was really weird looking. But you could probably do one of those little spy cams right in normal glasses.
3: You could. You know, and then
2: I mean, I guess so. And, I guess. It and, could and that happen. would take. And some photos, people right?
3: do. And some people do. It absolutely takes photos. So I don't have, want to put you to sleep, Pat, but. You know, people are out there doing that. Right? We have that? cameras all over, right. everywhere you go outside is cameras. It's being really really photographed forever. It, it's
2: really just over, isn't it? I mean, yeah, pretty like, close. The privacy, idea of privacy is, is, over. is
3: essentially yeah. over. I mean, you have the privacy in your home, which mm. t- that is kind almost going, that's almost gone completely too. gone, and that's about it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's and crazy. And you're there, I'm like I mean,
1: yeah,
2: exactly. You know, this stuff is it's pretty much gone.
3: It used I mean, to be in gone. your car. You can forget that now. Yeah, you got no privacy in your car. That's gone. Yep. So, good well, luck. God bless.
2: I mean, seriously. I mean, and even like you know, you sit here and you're like, oh at least I'm at home, just doing some work at home. Well, I've got a camera pointing right at yep. you, right? I mean, I, in theory, someone could be your phone sitting there,
3: sitting yep. on the counter. That camera,
2: it's right there. And this There's is how you basically built your business, you know, because of those cameras being accessible through certain you know, anonymous groups. You're the one
3: that said yes on the app when you signed up for it. Okay, <laughs> I'm just accessing <laughs> the information.
2: <laughs> uh. uh NPR has uh, noticed something, and I guess it's not them noticing it, but they're reporting on it. Um, that the because you know this, I thought this was a really cool story. George uh, George Mason, right? It's George Mason. Um, they they are renaming their uh, law school after Antonin Scalia, which is a really cool thing. Yeah. George Mason has a lot of really smart economists and people who really care about the Constitution at that university. Um, one issue though is that the uh, the acronym is a little weird. Um, Antonin A Scalia S School S you start with ASS. Then the next two of law is OL, so it would be ASSOL, which obviously, if you were to pronounce that, uh, you might a soul, <laughs> a soul. It's a soul, and it doesn't—it doesn't make any sense. So they're going to change it
3: after the bottom of a shoe. What are they after the bottom of a shoe? So no, are, no. They gonna,
2: are they going to are they going to change it? Yeah, it looks like they're going to tweak it. I guess um, that's probably uh, a good idea. They're going to call it
1: um, <laughs> the Antonin Scalia Law School. That's good. All right, the Antonin. Scalia, <laughs> law school. All right, good. The entered ASLS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oslis. <laughs> uh
2: Another sign for the fall of the renaming. The university is now looking at how to accommodate law, law school students who don't want Scalia's name on their diplomas. Um, go to the other, go to another school. Yeah, uh, right. Um, I
3: believe "f off" is right. what you
2: would say to those people. Yes. Um, go away. Exactly yeah, I mean, you right. Go to, you just don't. I mean, obviously, like I would not go to. Uh, you know, for example, Princeton has a very highly respected school of uh, what is it? Uh, some I can't remember what the what part what of the school it is, but it's it's it Woodrow. Is it named after Woodrow Wilson? Mm-hmm. Now, look, if I'm going to an, an Ivy League university, which they're not particularly interested in my attendance, but if they were, I would probably choose a different one because I can't stand Woodrow Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like I probably would be turned off by that enough to go somewhere else. Um, now, there's a lot of smart conservatives who have gone through that. Um, uh, that uh, you know particular program or whatever it is, I, I can't remember exactly what. It's been a while,
5: mm-hmm. but
2: uh, but you know he's prominently um, uh, praised really at, at Princeton. Yeah, and I think that would kind of make yeah. me go in a different direction.
1: Yes, I think so too. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents still coming up I'll be
5: terrible.
2: Tyson, America's greatest actor. We yes. know he's a convicted rapist, mm-hmm. but is he... Uh, people forget that. I know. When they put them in their funny movies, they forget that he's a convicted rapist, which usually mm-hmm. precludes you from comedy. Usually. But not in Mike Tyson's case for some bizarre reason.
3: Not things. if you've paid your dues. Let the man be. It's America. You're convicted of something, you go to jail, you get out, that's it. No, you people got to keep bringing stuff back up all the time. i he's a former prisoner, convict, convicted. Yeah, let him go, <laughs> the man go. Look at the passion here. Let the wow. man go. He doesn't care
2: about anything other than food this much.
1: Right. I know.
2: I and, know. and by the way, I will say, I, and I will cede to you here, uh, because you are mm-hmm. our rape expert.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So. You're, just, looking, you just, you're mm-hmm. just hoping that's not behind you right now. That's what you're hoping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, this is interesting. Mike Tyson, according to FiveThirtyEight.com, uh, might be America's greatest living actor. Why? Uh, he shows up only seven times. Uh, six are comedies. Play It to the Bone, which I never heard of. But The Hangover. The Hangover Part 2. His greatest role. Scary Movie 5. Grudge Match. and Entourage. And Black and White is a drama. Um, really, A Hangover was the one that kind of brought him back. Yes. Uh, but as far as people who have been credited as themselves, number one is Jay Leno. Number two is Larry King. And number three, Mike Tyson. Again, he's
1: champion of the world, Mike.
2: Yeah, and he's a convicted rapist. Um <laughs>
1: Right. But he's also heavyweight well, we well, Not champion accused. Champion of the world. Not just
2: accused rapist, but actually convicted rapist. Convicted rapist. Yeah, he's already rapist. done this time. Time, uh, time. He has done his time, that's true.
1: That, um, so he's third. After only a couple of talk show hosts, which you would imagine right, would play them themselves all the time. And
2: also, Jay Leno was also an actor, too. I mean, he was not just a talk show host. Yeah. But he's probably
1: appearing as the talk show host. Um, is that the only chart we have from this? Or do we have a graph? David Hasselhoff's kind of a funny one. Okay. He shows up as himself. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had that nice uh, role. Of course, he wasn't himself, though, in Airplane, was he? Or was he?
3: Yeah. No, he was. Well, he Brooke wasn't. Now, well, but he was.
1: He was a basketball guy, right,
2: or something? No, he was not. He actually played a different role in, in *Airplane*, but he. Everyone knew he was King K- the joke. Was everyone knew? Wait a minute, that's actually Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But yeah, not everyone. Only actually only the kid knew. The kid was like, "Wait a minute!" But you aren't. Don't you play for the Lakers? And then eventually, he goes, shut well, up, kid. Right. I don't want everyone to know that. And, and he said, "My dad. My dad said that you, you know, take it easy all the time. Oh, and that's don't right. Really yeah. Block out. And then he's like, you 'You don't know what the pressure's like.' So he was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but he was right. playing a different right. Character. That's right. Mm-hmm.
3: Tell your dad you don't know what it's like running up and down the court <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. a hundred city damn games.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So funny.
2: Uh, but I mean, the thing about Tyson, I guess, it stands out is that some of these movies are actually pretty damn big. I mean, Hangover is one of the biggest oh, comedies of all time, yeah. R-rated. Uh, Hangover Part Two is also one of the biggest heart even though the Hangover Part Two was not good, right. uh, it was a big movie. Uh, Scary Movie Five, I don't think was that big. Grudge Match, that uh, you saw, right? You guys both saw that, didn't you? I saw Grudge Match. I I saw. That was pretty yeah. good. He was in that. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Entourage, you know, was not particularly successful, but made some cash, I guess.
1: Uh, At so. the end of Grudge Match, he and uh, Evander Holyfield are being interviewed together about maybe coming back and doing a Grudge Match against each oh, right, other again. Yeah. Okay. It's actually pretty good. I mean, yeah, and they're both pretty good in it. I mean playing themselves so it's not that hard but if you if you liked followed bo- boxing in that era and like
2: that you know the Tyson storylines from that era there's a there's a good 30 for 30 about um, the Tyson Holyfield uh, saga where you know Tyson comes yeah. up he's the big champion Evander Vander comes up no one thinks he's going to be big enough they they schedule a match it gets canceled because I think Tyson got hurt then he got the rape conviction, went away for a while, comes mm-hmm. back. They fight, the, uh, the ear-biting, that whole saga mm-hmm. it goes through. It's kind of interesting. I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but it's First, one of those First, Holyfield
1: beats him, right?
2: Holyfield, I don't think he ever lost to him. He beat yeah. him both Holly times. Hollyfield beats
1: fight. him, and then the second time or third time. Second time, I think, there was uh, the ear Tyson bite. bites him. Yeah. Because I think he's losing, and so he, he bites mm-hmm. his ear. Yeah. Because he didn't want to lose it to him again.
2: Tyson, in the documentary, is pretty much like, he's just <laughs> a lot better than me.
1: Oh did does yeah, he admit like, that?
2: He just beat my ass. He just was better. Really? I couldn't do anything. Oh, and really? I got so frustrated. Yeah. He's pretty much it and, and I will say that the reason oh, I'd why I see that I'd it's love it's, it's that. worth watching wow. well, it's, the reason why he was I think just Tyson better
1: than me I can't imagine him saying that yeah I
2: know I know hes he, he he's changed quite beat my a bit
1: ass.
2: and he's gone up and down and up and down and up and down throughout this and you see the huh. whole wow, the whole breadth of it uh, in this documentary but what's interesting about Tyson I think and the reason why he stays along is he's really willing to say things about himself and admit things about himself that you wouldn't mm-hmm. think he would uh he's very self ref- he's very reflective he's ve- very very uh, introspective um, to make you like him um- you know, there's a lot to not like about him, obviously. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I, he, he, there's something endearing about him as a person. I, you know, he did a um, um, a, it's a voice. one-man stage show. Did you did that see that? He real tough. By any chance? No, I don't think I saw the one-man stage show. Where he just talks place. about his life. It's interesting. It was aired on Showtime and HBO and stuff. And it's just him talking about it. And of all the things, wow. he continues. He will admit the worst things about himself he does throughout. says he's a horrible person. He still maintains his innocence though of the actual thing he said I didn't do it. He's like I, at the time, you know, like I did not do it. I didn't do any of those things. Did he have sex with her? He did have sex with her, but he didn't rape her, you know, okay. which was what he didn't, you know. Yeah. I mean, is that possible? Yeah. 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 I think I think sure. it's possible. I mean, he, of course, in that in that special, he outlines the case and it seems like He's been wrongly, you know, like, you know, it's, it's his side of it. So, obviously, it
1: really feels when he's telling the story that he didn't do anything. That's but, I mean, interesting. You have wow. to remember, too. I really want to see that. Yeah,
2: because, I mean, they go, they go through So, some, in he that,
1: some. he claims his innocence and he admits that Hollyfield was just a lot better than him? Uh, it's two separate things. One, The, the, the Holyfield thing
2: happened in... Uh, uh, Evander Holyfield was in the... Um, 30 for 30. 30 for 30. And okay. then the, his stage show which I guess he did around... I mean, he actually did it around the country live stage show. You could buy tickets to go see Mike Tyson talk about himself. It's wow. kind of weird. And that's kind of why I watched it. I'm like,
1: what is this? When and he was, was coming up... Interesting. Uh, when he was coming up in the mid what mid to late 80s, I guess, I honestly never thought anybody could ever beat him he looked until him. he retired. I, I, I thought that guy would, re- would retire unbeaten, and I think pretty much everybody did. He was just an absolute savage beast. Yeah. He was so good. And then
3: when... Buster, Buster Douglas, Douglas yeah. beat him. Yeah, like, caught him off guard. What the heck? Because Tyson got to believe in his, How own, did that his happen. own hype, too. Yeah, and he believed he couldn't be
1: beaten. Yep. And then he was. And then he was. And then Hollifield, who was a great boxer. I mean, the guy could fight. Yes. And that's why he, you know... He won a gold medal, right? Or did he get robbed? I think he I did can't get robbed. If I think he got, got robbed, and I, he might have come away with the bronze or something, but and, and this is all you got to really watch. This thing, if you like this, you'll, you got to watch this. I love that They
2: talk stuff. about uh, one of the big focuses is when Holyfield came up and was the guy and won the title and was the champion of the world. Everyone was still just talking about Mike Tyson all the time, yeah, and interested in him instead of what uh, Holyfield was doing, which was impressive. And Holyfield went on for a long time, won this, this title many times, um, had a couple of losses mixed in, but really had an, an incredible career.
1: Yeah, he did. Um,
2: and, you know, seemingly a really good guy, generally yes. speaking.
1: Didn't rape anybody. Didn't even get used to Never convicted of, of rape. Yeah, didn't even get accused of
2: it, which is,
3: you so. know. That's and a even plus. if he had, it's had he done his time and got out of prison, it would still be fine. You should be done with it. Thank you, Jeffy. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're still. <laughs> Thank you. We're gonna
2: uh, get off the air here for a second and investigate yeah. Jeffy's criminal history. I want to come back on the other yeah. side though with the new Star Wars trailer. We've Gotta play yeah. that, all right. uh, which is uh, we get a lot of stuff. So it's not actually Star Wars, but it's from the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I guess the story of them stealing the plans to blow up the Death Star. It was the story of a
1: lovely lady and, and, who was bringing up three and very, very lovely girls. girls. And no, all of them I guess had hair, hair of gold. gold like, like their, their mother. mother. So you saw it then, like their mother. Okay, yeah, all right. We'll the back to one in curls, I think. Then it was also the story, though, if I'm not mistaken.
3: The Wonderful World of Stew.
2: Season premiere Friday, April 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Only... So uh, there's this movie, uh, it's called Star Wars, um,
1: came mm. out, uh, Not I think,
2: fair, uh, like a while ago, maybe. Really? Um, it's about uh, um, an evil terrorist group uh, that mm. uh, tries to fight against the government and destroy it and all their assets um, because Holy of some cow. fake religion. <laughs> uh, that and some weird, you know, creepy guy who lives in a swamp. I mean, it's a mm. terrible, tragic story mm. uh, about um, mm-hmm. theft. Well, there's stealing of resources, stealing resources, redistribution
1: of wealth. Is it wealth inequality in there it's, too? There's a
2: lot of wealth inequality in there, okay. and also mm-hmm. we we're talking about theft of uh, of property, uh, of intellectual property that uh-huh. is uh, that I mean is blatantly illegal. In fact, admitted, and and, and actually oh, there are my. some people who. Uh, praise this sort of activity they say hey they well they deserved it well the the uh the government was really mean to them it's tea party gotta be kidding you know it's just tea party. it's condoned it's condoned people praise it uh and i guess there's a new movie explaining how this terrorist group stole the plans to this wonderful uh innovative um circle in the sky um called the I don't know why they called it the Death Star. It was a bad name. A, you should You don't want to call it the Death Star. It seems foreboding. Actually, I guess they didn't though, right? It was really it was the Rebels who called it the Death Star. They called yeah. it uh, the the space station or yes, whatever they called it. I think it was. Um, anyway, here's the trailer uh, out just out today. It's the new one. It's it's so it's. It's not uh, it's obviously been 7 Star Wars. This is not the 8th Star Wars. It is it's like an sort offshoot. of an offshoot. Yeah, it's Star like a, a spin-off. Which and I'll take I'll in the take interim. It Looks awesome and it looks good. And it's so yeah. it, it, the time frame of it is before it's this is how they got the plans to the Death Star, okay. which winds to them obviously winds up to them uh, spoiler alert blowing it up. Oh no. Uh, a long time ago. Uh, watch.
4: State your name for the record.
6: Jin Arso.
4: Forgery of imperial documents, possession of stolen property, aggravated assault, Mm. resisting arrest.
6: On your own from the age of 15. Reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. We have a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know what it is and how to destroy it.
4: Is that clear? Yes, sir. This December...
5: when they catch you. What will you do if they break you? If you continue to fight?
1: I thought Baba was What death. will you Pretty good. That looks pretty good. I didn't realize they'd bring in Bubba Gump though. That's kind of cool because I thought he was dead. You know, I thought he died from the whole shrimp thing, and then he shows back up here. He died from the shrimp thing.
2: Well, I don't think he died. No, died before he
1: could do the shrimp thing. Right, and that was sad, but. Apparently he just he was okay. Well,
2: you have to remember though the the story takes place a long, long time ago. So it was before he met up so with before, with uh, with Forrest. This is before he decided because I think what happened is before the whole. I'm the same thing. guy, by the way. What? <laughs> not the same guy. That's, same guy. For- that's the same guy. Not Forrest, Whit- I mean, that's that's Forrest Whitaker. That's Forrest Whitaker in the Star Wars movie, right? Yeah, Forrest Whitaker is not Bubba Gump. That's not Bubba Gump. Who's Bubba Gump? Then? That's another guy. I don't another think I've seen him in other things. <laughs> I'm great. i got to find out So I got was, confused, you know. did get confused. So Forrest Whitaker, yeah, he's guys. got
3: that, uh, you know, that
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he, sad eye thing yeah. going on. He was in that movie, too. He did a movie uh, about Edie. Uh, Amin. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Forrest Whitaker? That is the most
1: obscure Freaking movie. How have you seen that? It's on Netflix. Now, I watched it I remember seeing a preview of it, but I've never seen it. Right. What's, what was it called? It was called... Uh, Edie's a Bad Guy or something? Yes. Yeah, Edie's yeah. a Bad Guy. Edie's a Bad Guy. He's damn good in that role, though. I mean...
2: He, I, he's, he's a he's good, good actor. He's a very good actor, yeah.
1: If he's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, Bubba Gump. I don't think that guy did necessarily a lot of... of what was things. his name? What was his name? That guy. we got to find oh, out for Bubba us. Bubba Gump. Here, hold up. It's not Bubba Gump, though. Okay. Plus, it was Forrest, whose name was Gump, so I was wrong in every possible way there.
5: <laughs>
1: Shockingly, you're off the top of your head recollection of a
2: movie that came not, out a long time not, ago. It was it's not, not good. good. It's not good. Uh, um, but so but you're talking about The Last King of Scotland, right? Last King of Scotland, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a pretty damn good Would movie. Which, I mean,
1: mean, I don't know if they knew this when they made the movie. Mm-hmm. Not The King of Scotland. What? Not The King of Scotland. That's weird, oh. man that is <laughs> right. uh, so. that's weird. yeah that's a good it's a good movie
2: though I mean because he's he's Idi Amin, and and he's uh the movie's actually really more about a guy who comes in like is his assistant or something like his doctor I think it's
1: been a while since I've seen it but it's it's a good movie mm. is it rated um, R I wonder if that's why I've seen it because I it looks interesting, yeah it does but I mean you know are you I,
2: I'm a dictator, guys.
1: You know, I
2: do know. Uh, that. I do like the I dictators. You know, that. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple new uh, dictators of the week, by the way, on the new season of uh, Wonderful World of Stew. That I think uh, really? people will like. Enjoy. Who can we look forward to? Yeah, we got a uh, we got a Pol Pot. We got Pol Pot. Uh, Marcos. Okay. One uh, well, we never we never did uh, Ferdinand Marcos. Ferdinand. Um and, well, along with Imelda. kind of. You're going to do both well. of them, huh? Yeah, they're kind of they're, they're they're sort of a good pair. You know, I mean, I'm kind of blowing part of this, but one of the things about Imelda Marcos, the uh, shoes. With the shoes, right? That's what everyone knows about her. Mm-hmm. She gets kicked out. They, mm-hmm. they leave the country. Where is she now? Where is Imelda Marcos today? Dead. Uh, no, in the uh, Congress of the Philippines. She's back there and back in power. But she's just like a senator or congressman. I didn't know that. And his son is no. also doing the same thing. Like you one of them's a senator. was kidding congressman. me.
1: Isn't that crazy? She's
2: back there she's
1: and back there. they <laughs> elected her to some position? <laughs> yes. oh, After man. all that.
3: Amazing! So I, get into see, that. Amazing. Uh, I was just looking to see who Bubba Gump was, mm-hmm. and I can see how you can get Forrest Whitaker and, and? Bubba Gump. Uh, who is Confused because Forrest Whitaker and Michael T. Williamson sound so much alike.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's that. It's the I and mean, then they don't even look anything like. I think no, the issue don't. is that is, is where <laughs> no, you probably really. brought it up was the the I the don't. kind of strain. They both had
1: a strain. He really doesn't look like him there. No, <laughs> but I wouldn't. If you showed me that picture, I would not say that's Bubba Gump. No, I wouldn't either. Oh. I would not say that was Bubba from facial *Forrest Gump*. Facial hair and such too. I think part of it's just like the kind of mm. different. He had that facial
2: thing. He had that yeah. yeah. one. He had the yes. big like the the mouth problem of some sort. Yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the Forrest
3: Whitaker kind of has maybe a little bit of something going on. I don't know what it was, but there was you go. Looking through this IMDb page of uh, *Forrest Gump*, too, by mm-hmm. the way, as a side note, um, that as uh, people playing roles, mm-hmm. um, they have people listed. Someone played Fat Boy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Someone played Fat Teen. Okay, it wasn't me. <laughs> really? that's wrong. I don't think been been you get all the rules for fat people. We're just saying <laughs> that you could get some of them. All
1: right, I, we want to get. I want to get to this uh, call Sweden thing because this sounds kind of funny. Uh, Sweden is first country in the world with its very own telephone number. When you call, it's just some random Swede answering, and they <laughs> haven't been prepared on how to do it. Apparently, here it is.
3: soon be connected to a random suite somewhere in Sweden.
4: Okay. Two
1: hundred and fifty years ago Sweden was the first country to abolish censorship. Now they're the first country with its own phone number. Okay. Hello,
4: Sweden speaking.
1: <laughs> so you get Avonic ja, music talk to a random Swede. I know a club. You'll love it. It's morning here. Any Swede can answer. Anywhere in Sweden. Yeah, I know a lot
6: about hunting, fishing, and moonshining. Listen to this!
5: One,
6: two, three, that's how we do it. It's easy. Bye bye. Thank you for calling,
1: up. Uh, that's really weird. Yeah. I don't get that. Why? Why? Uh, so give them a call and see what they have to say. Talk to them about anything. Darkness. Gay rights. <laughs> Sweden, forestry, water, whatever you want. A lot want. of things you can do on the phone. Just don't call <laughs> Jeff.
6: I was thinking about calling, yeah. See you tomorrow.